welcome back to the Get Up and Glow podcast. I'm your host and my name is Becca and I'm the owner of Be Strong. I'm here to help you nourish your health, your mind and your happiness. So without further ado, let's jump on into this week's episode. First of all, thank you so much for joining me again this week. I hope you're all doing super well and having a fabulous week so far. I am so excited for this week's episode because I'm talking about a topic which isn't discussed often. And I think it's just one of those things that's a really important reminder and really important to know when you're working on your health, your happiness and your overall well-being. So we are going to be talking about the menstrual cycle today, which is actually perfect timing, to be honest, because I am just starting mine. So I feel like it's just a very relevant conversation to be having. And it's kind of coming up off the back of a few conversations I've had recently. So we're really going to start delving on into that today. Just a pre-warning, if I do have any stumbles or any just moments where I just forget what I'm saying, bear with me. If you know, you know, I get such bad brain fog when I'm on my period um, and my concentration it's just really, really bad. So we're just gonna vibe with this together for, um, we've got some really, really, really important things to go through today and I'm super excited. I also have a little bonus topic that I wanna cover at the end of the podcast, which is mm. about compassion. So I am gonna be talking about that as well. So you get in two topics really today. So we've got loads to delve on into. So let's jump straight on it. And as always though, we bring a crystal every single week, but actually this week I've brought along two crystals just because I felt really called to both of these and they're two crystals that I've been carrying with me since moving into this part of my cycle. So I've brought along rose quartz. Rose, rose quartz is really, really, really good for um, pain relief on your cycle. Um, and it's really good for like cramps and like the, the physical kind of he healing and soothing. So that's why I brought that along. And I've also brought along Sapphire because this is really good for um, emotional support around your cycle. Don't know about anybody else, but all my life, I become so agitated. Like literally, earlier this morning, I knocked something and I was getting agitated about it. So I had to like just stop in the middle of the kitchen. It was like half six in the morning, just like taking some deep breaths, being like, Becca, honey it's fine, don't get annoyed that you've knocked a spoon off the side, is anybody else the same, I just get really, <clears throat> really, really agitated over like the smallest things, but this is why we've got Sapphire with us today, do you know what I'm saying, because we need that emotional support, because I definitely know, well anyway, naturally, I can get a little bit agitated, you know, it's the Gemini within me, if you're a Gemini, you know, mm. you know, we can flip sometimes, but on my cycle, oh my gosh, the agitation's there. So I'm literally just always focusing on my mindful practices to really help stay soothed, calm and regulated. But that just links me perfectly onto this week's episode to go a little bit more into your cycle and really, really understanding it. So the reason why I brought this up, like I say, is I've had some conversations recently about the menstrual cycle and I really started reflecting and I don't know if anybody else feels the same, but I feel like for years I had no idea about the changes within my cycle. Um, You know, even when I first started having a menstrual cycle, I had, I had no idea about anything about my cycle. And I went for years being so oblivious to even just the stages of my cycle and the changes that I experienced in my cycle. 
maybe you can relate, maybe you've experienced that before, or maybe right now you listen to this and you may be thinking, I'm actually still a little bit unsure about my cycle. That's okay, you're here today and we're gonna go through through some things as well. Because what I noticed upon like that reflection is in that time where I had like no idea about my cycle, I wasn't working with my body and I was really working against it. And what it meant is I was getting stuck into these um, vicious cycles around like pre-menstruation and when I was actually menstruating, where I was being really, really harsh to myself. I was burning myself out because I wasn't making the adaptations to actually work with my body. I was just doing the same, but I needed to make changes. And this is what happens is when we don't understand our cycle, and the changes we experience, it really can impact the relationship with our bodies and our overall wellness, because we we feel like we've got this like never ending battle with our cycle, where we're never working with it. And like I say, that isn't like a fault of you. I just feel like when we first like, I don't know if you feel the same when we first start our cycle, there's not much communication about our cycle as in about the changes that we go through and really starting to understand our bodies and our cycles and I think just having these conversations are really important because the ultimate aim is to work with your body and to understand your cycle because then you can know yourself better and do the things that are actually going to support you around your cycle, rather than trying to do everything the same, burning yourself out, getting really, really irritated, and not doing anything to support yourself, because trust me, I have been there, and I remember there was a time where every cycle I dreaded, because I was just harsh to myself, I'd burn out, I'd just feel so overwhelmed, and I'd really struggle, and it is because I wasn't doing the things that my body and mind needed me to do during that part of my cycle. So this is what I wanna go through today just to gain a little bit more understanding here. Now, when it comes to your cycle, like I say, the first thing that I just really want to emphasize is everybody is so different. Obviously, we've got the stages of our cycle, which, we, which we'll all go through, but your body is, is yours and your cycle is yours. So what I mean by that is it's really important to understand and start exploring your individual cycle. Because like I say, everybody is really different. Like for me, during my uh, menstruation and just before um, I start the bleed itself, I know that my fatigue increases and I know, as I've just described, I get quite agitated. And they're the the changes that I predominantly notice, an increase of fatigue and a, a big shift within my overall mood. But I also know some people who don't really notice too many changes when it comes to their mood. They notice more changes when it comes to their hunger. As you can see, what I'm really trying to get across here is people are different. You know, we have common symptoms and changes we can notice at different stages of our cycle. But ultimately, it's about getting to know your body and your cycle. So the best thing I'd, I'd start with, if you're not already, is tracking your cycle and really starting to understand you and your body. Because what happens is, if we don't understand our cycle, we can't do the things that are going to support us 
because we're not aware. And also, if we're not tracking our cycle and we're not aware of where we're at in our cycle, it makes it a lot harder to step into compassion. So I'll give you an example. Let's say you don't track your cycle. Basically, this used to be me in the past. Don't track your cycle and you have no idea where you're at in your cycle. And, you know, I'm, I'm starting roughly around this point, but I'm not really sure of what day I'm on. And all of a sudden, you start noticing um, a big change in energy and you're struggling to feel motivated and you're struggling to concentrate and you're just struggling to do things. And because you're unaware of where you're at in your cycle you start being really horrible to yourself and really negative and the negative self-talk comes in and you're saying, why am I not motivated? Why am I such a failure? And now you're doubting yourself and you're feeling this really negative spiral. One thing that can help work through this is tracking your cycle. It's not gonna remove those feelings, but what you can do is be able to look and go, oh, I know that I'm a few days from my period, for example. So if I'm looking at this logically, these changes that I've that have just kind of come on with my energy and my mood, I know they're going to be down to my cycle because I'm physically tracking it and I actually know where I'm at in my cycle. So now it's like, oh, well, I can link two and two together and say these shifts are likely to be hormonal related and I'm going to be compassionate because I know this is down to hormones, it's down to me being prepared for a bleed, it's the changes that my body experiences, I'm going to be kinder to myself now, because I've understood why I'm going through these changes, and this is why tracking cycle and being aware of the changes you experience is so important, because all of a sudden, it becomes so much easier to be compassionate, because we've got the awareness of where we're at, that's the first one and also it means that you can make the correct changes or adaptations to suit you and your body so I definitely start tracking cycle honestly I do it through an app there's a few apps that you can um, get online I know I've used the flow app before um, and that was good I use the um, you'll know this from one of my uh, recent podcast I use the um the thermometer and everything so I just use the app with that um and that's where I log mine but you can find apps online just to track your cycle and just gain more awareness and what you can also do when you're doing this is making notes of the the symptoms and the signs that you're noticing at different parts of your cycle so then you can get a clearer idea of how you feel and this is really important for your body image in your food relationship and just your overall wellness because it means that you can really start working with your body because one thing that I noticed through my work is um changes obviously within food behaviors around your cycle but when we have the awareness of the changes that you experience we can put things in place to help you through that time of your cycle so this is why it's really important to work with ourselves because we can be more compassionate and we can have um, more awareness of our bodies. And also as well, like if you've, if you've not done this before, you'll definitely feel this when you start to do it. And if you have been doing this, you'll know what I'm saying, is you feel a much deeper sense of connection with your body when you understand what she's going through. I know you listen to this podcast because one big thing that you really want to work on is a relationship with your body as well. It's not just about food, it's with your body. And when we can connect with our body and really understand her and really be able to listen to her and honour what she needs, 
we appreciate our body so much more and we're much more connected with ourselves and that alone is such a powerful thing to go through to support the relationship with your body and really getting to know your body and connecting with your body again that is one of the areas that is often missed but it's honestly so important with nourishing yourself and really creating that fulfillment and that health that you desire so if you do want to delve into this more and really just start creating your food freedom feeling the best that you ever have pop me a dm on instagram like i say i've got a few options to work with me um on like a one-to-one basis i've got some breakthrough call options and a few other bits and bobs so drop me a dm we can chat and we can just see how i can help you and the best thing that we can do moving forward but let's just go through pre-menstruation and menstruation in a little bit more detail. So in the pre-menstruation, what basically happens is we'll notice a change in our hormones. And what we can experience here is sometimes like a change in maybe mood, maybe energy levels. We can sometimes experience a change in hunger. And we can notice a change in like emotions. A variety of things could happen. Once again, as you can see, when you track your cycle, you get to know your body and what you actually experience. But basically all that happens is your hormones drop and this is why these changes can happen. So you might notice around your cycle that you're feeling a lot more agitated or you're feeling a lot more tired or you're really struggling to show up and feel motivated or you might notice that your body image is feeling more negative and your body checking more or you may notice that your emotions have changed and it's impacting your food behaviors this can also happen in menstruation um so pre-menstruation obviously um a few days or so before we actually begin the bleed and menstruation is when we're bleeding um typically once again this isn't for every single woman typically when we are bleeding it's like the first few days where we notice a few more symptoms and then they do typically begin to like steady off a bit but once again this is why and i'm I'm gonna keep saying this you're like becca you sound like a broken freaking record (laughs) once again this is why tracking your cycle is so important because you get to know your body on detail like we can say the you know the averages and you know typically this is what happens but the best way to know is track your cycle get to know your body get to know your cycle you can work with it but that's typically what tends to happen we can notice changes within mood within energy levels within body image you might notice more body checking you might notice um more negative body image you might notice more negative self-talk you might notice more um emotions present or feeling more emotional faster maybe more overwhelmed more agitation more annoyance um feeling a little bit not yourself bit more bloating these are some of the changes that happen and the reason why it's so important to know those changes is first of all I think it's just really important to accept it I don't know if you feel the same but I feel like sometimes we've been we put this expectation on ourselves or we've we felt this expectation from society to just always do the same and live up to the same expectations and what that means is we never adapt to suit our body and this is why we can fall into those cycles where we just burn ourselves out and we don't look after ourselves during our cycle and we wonder why we feel even worse than what we're already feeling because our hormones are changing so what we need to do is get clear on what we experience so we can work with it so an example might be you know that your energy levels plummet around this part of your cycle you know you get more tired you know you're feeling fatigued and you know that you're just struggling to keep up with doing loads 
So then now you know that, you can stop trying to put loads on your plate. You can stop trying to do so much and strive to do more and more. And this is why I always say don't compare your weeks because they are going to be different. So maybe what you can do is try and put a little bit less on your plate. Still do things that you need to do, obviously, but make sure that it's not too intense because you've probably not got the mental and physical capacity for all of that and if you try and make yourself do all of that and I am talking here from experience you feel burnt out and you end up just sitting in the evening crying to yourself for about an hour because you feel so drained also I've been there done that one and this is why we can work with our body so you can maybe put less on your plate you might prioritize more downtime in the evenings a little bit more self-care or earlier nights to support your energy levels maybe you know that your emotions increase and you know that you feel more agitated or you get those feelings come up one thing that you could do is prioritize more mindful practices you might do a little bit more meditation a bit more breath work you might um do a little bit more journaling or you might do things like that that help you be feel regulated and feel soothed you might communicate a little bit more to somebody that you trust that's an example. Another thing that you might do is if you notice more emotional eating as a byproduct of those increase of emotions, you can then put some practices in place to help with your emotional eating. I have done some podcasts on emotional eating as well. So do go check those out. But you can put some factors in place to go, okay, I know that XYZ supports my emotional eating. So I'm going to do that. Can you really see here is when we understand our body, we can support it. You know, you another one is body image. You notice more negative body image. Maybe you notice that you body check more. This is one that I notice. I notice that I try and body check more. Um, and I notice that I sometimes am just a lot more negative towards myself in general. So what can you do to support that? Maybe you can prioritise surfing the urge to body check, to reduce body checking, to hold yourself accountable in those moments. Maybe you can reduce social media usage because you know it impacts your body image and your mindset. Maybe you can prioritise compassionate self-talk to support how you feel about yourself or prioritise body gratitude. All of a sudden, you've gone from maybe not understanding cycle or just I feel like this, I feel negative, I feel all this emotion to now, okay, I accept that. We have to accept the way we feel during our cycle because acceptance is very important. But then we also go, what can I do to support myself in this cycle? And that is the ultimate key to working with your body. You begin doing the things that genuinely help you and that genuinely allow you to honour your body and mind because you're listening to her, you're listening to the changes that she experiences and you're directly doing things to support her through your cycle. And this is how we move away from like feeling that we're at a battle with our bodies and with our cycle and we can move into a little bit more nourishment. And like I say, if you're somebody who maybe dreads your cycle because it always feels so negative and so intense, you can then check in with the things that you can do to support yourself. So what I would encourage you to do off the back of this to really help you step into that space, track your cycle, get aware around your body, what you experience, your cycle. It's going to be so important to do. Another one I do is probably journal through like how you feel around parts of your cycle, bring awareness to it. And then just ask yourself as the last one, what things can I do around my cycle to support my mind, body, soul?
what adaptations can I make? Is it you can put less on your plate and make it a bit more of a manageable week? Is it that you can surf urges to body check? Can you do more meditation or mindful practices to support your emotional regulation? Can you plan more satisfying meals because you know that your hunger increases so you're going to have more satisfying meals to actually manage it? What can you do to work with your body? The last one is give yourself permission to do those. Give yourself permission to work with your body. Remember, health is all about doing the things that nourishes ourselves and working with our body around our cycle is nourishing. If we do a little bit less or we're a little bit less active or we have a little bit more food, whatever it might be, you're not a terrible person for that. You're honouring health and wellness because you're working with your body and that is such an important reminder to have. So I do hope that that conversation around the menstrual cycle has really supported you. Um, if there's anything that you want to share or any questions that you want to ask um, in relation to your cycle, pop me a DM over on Instagram. As you always know, my DMs are always open to have a chit chat and I'm more than happy to answer any questions that you do have. The last thing that I just want to quickly talk about, which is like a little quick bonus conversation, is about compassion. Because the other day, I had a conversation with one of my fabulous clients and we were talking about compassion and it really got me thinking and I was like, I feel like there's somebody else out there right now who needs to hear this and needs this information in their lives. So I was like, why the heck not? Chuck it in the podcast and share it with you all today. So I've mentioned on here before compassion, there's two sides to it. We have the inner compassion, which is being kind to ourselves, it's being gentle to ourselves, it's being accepting of ourselves and prioritizing things like compassionate self-talk. It's being accepting of setbacks, of struggles, it's being kind to ourselves, it's being um a lot more compassionate and gentle with ourselves. We need that part of compassion that is so important we need both sides of compassion to ultimately support us so do not neglect that however the other side of compassion is what I'd call outer compassion and this is also very important because what we're basically what was what we were chatting about is you cannot reach where you desire without showing up we can't just like sit there and um, put things off and just see the, the growth that we want. We have to make positive change. Now, unfortunately, in my opinion, um, showing up and taking action, I feel like has been given such an icky hustle culture vibe to it through the industry. And we've been made to believe that showing up is just about ticking a box. It's just about getting things done. And it's just about, you know, I have to do this. It feels like a chore. But I want you to completely reframe the way that you see that and reframe the way that you see compassion. Because if you have something that's important to you right now, whether it's healing your relationship with food, working on your health goals, whether it's improving your relationship with your body, whatever it looks like, you showing up to take action that moves you towards that place is a form of self-love and self-kindness. And the reason why I want to say this is, like I said, we don't want the mindset that showing up's like icky and it's like, ugh, I have to. It's like, no, I show up because I get to and because it's kindness towards myself, but also that compassion requires doing this as well. Compassion is you 
choosing to go take that action that you said you're going to do. Compassion is you hitting the intention that you've set. Compassion is you getting up and doing um, that thing that maybe you don't feel like doing right now. That is compassion. And this is really important because I think when we talk about compassion, we sometimes get this misconception that it's just about sitting and not like actively making growth. But actually, it is about being kind and gentle with ourselves. We need that. But it also requires the showing up and the doing and the taking action. But taking that action because you know that it's a form of alignment and it's a form of kindness. So an example might be you're working on your food relationship and one thing that you've set to do is, I don't know, you're going to journal every day to support it. That's just a really basic one. And compassion is you being kind to yourself during the process of healing your relationship with food, being accepting and being gentle with yourself, it's really important, but it's also making sure that you do that journaling every day. And even when you don't feel like doing it, you encourage yourself to go do it because you know that that action is moving you towards where you want to be. Even if you want to do it or you don't, you know that you're going to do it because it moves you forward and helps you grow. Maybe you're really just wanting to work on nourishing yourself more. And one thing you want to do is have daily fresh air. You know that you're going to encourage yourself to do that and plan it in or go do it and make sure you do it even if it is cold outside because you know that that is a form of compassion. I'm hoping this is making sense because I feel like it's just going to flip your mindset around actually showing up and make it more empowering. But also remember as well that we need both sides to compassion. We do need the kindness but we also need to show up because in order to get to where we want to be and move towards what's important to us or make the growth that we desire, we have to put practice into action and we have to make positive change. But we do that from a place of love and kindness and knowing that showing up is important. So if you feel like maybe you're in this mindset of like, I feel like I'm always making excuses or I'm not showing up, I'm not doing the things that I need remember this conversation because if you can flip your mindset to focus on more compassion you will notice it becomes a lot easier to show up so I just wanted to chuck that in because I do feel like it's really important to say on your journey and um, once again I do hope that this podcast has helped you today given you some guidance and some support as always though if there's any topics or like any conversations or anything that you want me to go through on the podcast please um, drop me an email or a DM on Instagram because I just want to make sure that I'm giving you all the content that you want. And if there's any guests or anybody that you'd like me to get on or any conversations you'd like me to have with like other people on the podcast also let me know because I can also get that rearranged that was awful I'm never gonna say that again but yes let me know and I can make sure I get that sorted because I'm wanting to bring some more guests on the podcast this year to spice things up a little bit and add a little bit of variety but I just want to say a massive thank you for joining me this week and joining me on the podcast. I hope you have a lovely, lovely day and I'll speak to you all in the next episode. If you do want to learn more about your menstrual cycle in lots of depth and lots of detail and really understand the ins and out of it, understand the changes within your food relationship and your body image in a lot more detail, then this is a module that I do cover on the Flourishing Free Academy. So if you do want to look 